0: to the Local Government Bulletin Podcast Series of the Dalla Omar Institute at the University of the Western Cape. Here, you can listen to short articles on local government law and policy. We aim to assist practitioners and deepen debate on local governance and service delivery. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Kalten municipalities have lost billions of rand in revenue due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Some residents haven't been able to pay their rates and taxes due to job losses and salary cuts. This article was written by Tinashe Carlton chiguata and Yav Deficer. It falls under Volume 16, Issue 1 of publications made in March 2021, the financial impact of COVID-19 on district and local municipalities, a national perspective. On 29 March 2021, the Dalla Omar Institute convened a webinar on the financial impact of COVID-19 on district and local municipalities. The webinar was attended by close to 80 participants drawn from government, civil society, the private sector, and academia. The theme was unpacked with Prof. Tanya Ajam, Professor in Public Policy, Economics, and Finance at the Stellenbosch School of Public Leadership, and Dr. Mkululi Mube, Program Manager of the Local Government Unit at the Financial and Fiscal Commission, FFC. The discussion was moderated by Prof. Yaab De Fisser, Director of the Dalla Omar Institute. What follows is an overview of Dr. Nube's presentation to the webinar. Background. Dr. Nube started his presentation by providing a background of the state of local government in South Africa prior to COVID-19. He stated that local government was already facing many challenges including poor service delivery and weak institutional governance capabilities. He indicated that around 63% of the 257 municipalities were already in financial distress, a third of the municipalities were dysfunctional, while only 53.7% of senior managers in local government complied with the minimum competencies prescribed for their jobs. He also highlighted inefficiencies in the sector. For instance, research has shown that rural municipalities could provide 60% additional services with the same resources. He further argued that the sector was characterized by, quote, bad choices, and gave an example of a municipality where the remuneration budget consumes about 60% of the operating budget. The other underlying challenge alluded to by Dr Nube include poor financial management, endemic profiting or corruption in the procurement process, poor asset management, and weak accountability and oversight. He also pointed at the instability at management levels and in coalition governments. Last, he spoke about the problem of rising municipal debt to ESCOM and water boards which he stated could soon be accompanied by tax issues to SARS. Dr Ngube argued that interventions adopted to address these challenges have so far been ineffective and COVID-19 quote, simply amplified some of the challenges. District Municipalities Turning to district municipalities, or DMs, Dr Nube stated that DMs were already in a precarious situation. For instance, 61% of the 44 DMs were in financial distress. He spoke about the misalignment of the funding model for DMs, which has remained unresolved for many years. He argued that the funding model, especially the Regional Services Council replacement grant allocations, quote, left a lot to be desired. The fact that MECs in the different provinces can change what districts can do makes it difficult to establish a robust funding model for all DMs. Thus, prior to COVID-19, DMs were really in a dire position and now the proposal to add the district development model on top of this particular layer adds further uncertainty. Impact of the Pandemic Dr Ngube stated that COVID-19 impacted adversely on municipal revenue sources, intergovernmental grants, or transfers, and own revenue. Prior to COVID-19, the growth in national transfers was already decreasing due to national government's fiscal consolidation. He argued that COVID-19 has added more pressure for government to tighten its fiscal consolidation measures some of the intergovernmental grants which were protected such as the equitable share are no longer as protected as before in short transfers are now under significant pressure own revenue sources property tax and service charges are also under pressure dr nube explained that the covid 19 regulations impacted the sector in four areas namely governance infrastructure social and financial. On governance, Dr Nube indicated that decision-making was delayed at the detriment of service delivery. IDPs of many municipalities were quote, thrown off course and public participation was disrupted. When it comes to infrastructure, he stated that the repairs and maintenance were often deferred and infrastructure projects postponed. The social impact was dire inequalities, hunger, and vulnerability intensified. Financial impact. Dr Ngube stated, DMs rely to the tune of 75 to 85% on transfers while own revenues account for the remaining 15 to 25%. Thus, DMs were fairly insulated from the financial effects of COVID-19 because the majority of their revenues Were guaranteed, in the form of intergovernmental transfers. This has, however, changed, given that intergovernmental grants are now vulnerable. Grants to local government will decrease by 2% over the medium-term expenditure framework, or MTEF. This is due mainly to the reduction in the equitable share, which the national government has historically protected to fund basic services, water, sanitation, electricity, and refuse removal. The equitable share is going to fall by 4% while the general fuel levy sharing with metros will decrease by 1% over the MTEF. According to Dr Nube, fiscal consolidation will adversely affect municipalities, especially those that rely heavily on transfers. DMs are thus now even more vulnerable. Overall, Dr Ngube argued that the progressive realisation of basic services is going to be affected in the medium to long term. Impact of COVID-19 on municipal revenue and expenditures Dr Ngube predicted that, quote, with the uncertainty still lingering around, close quote, the gap between municipal revenues and expenditures may widen further going forward. Unfortunately, municipalities cannot count on transfers to close this gap, as they did before COVID-19, because of the fiscal consolidation measures explained above. According to Dr Nube, the impact of COVID-19 is differentiated. He stated that with regard to revenue, metros are more affected than others followed by the intermediate cities, or B1, According to him, the B1 municipalities are the future engines of growth. As such, quote, "These are the cities that we need to watch as they grow." Close quote: Revenue collection. Dr. Nube stated that revenue collection levels declined across all municipal categories. He, however, noted, some rebound in the intermediate cities, but he was unsure of whether this will be sustained. Dr Mube revealed that for some municipalities, such a rebound may be difficult to realize because of the existing uncertainties, particularly with the third wave looming. Impact of COVID-19 on Revenue Sources COVID-19 impacted revenue sources to varying degrees. Revenue sources from water services were the most adversely affected. Sanitation-related revenues were significantly affected among B4s. Property rates were less affected as well as electricity revenues. Given the impact of COVID-19 on municipal revenue sources, Dr Ngubi recommended that after the pandemic there is need to diversify revenue streams. He revealed that the FFC has spoken about the need for this diversification so that we can avoid reliance on revenue streams that are particularly vulnerable to disasters. Debt. On debt, Dr Lube stated that COVID-19 affected consumers to the extent that some of them could no longer pay their bills. This, in turn, undermined the ability of municipalities to pay bulk service providers. Thus, it is not surprising that the number of municipalities failing to pay ESCOM increased, according to Dr Ngube, from 24 before COVID-19 to 38 as of December 2020. For water boards, the number increased from 11 to 13. Way forward. COVID-19 is seen as an obstacle to progress, but according to Dr Ngube, There are some opportunities within the pandemic. He proposed a number of recommendations to promote post COVID 19 recovery. These are 1. The reprioritization of resources, 2. The adoption of measures to enhance efficiency, and I quote, there is a lot that municipalities can do with limited resources. 3. Revenue enhancement measures. And I quote, Municipalities should leverage the competencies of private partners. Value for money must be the buzzword. Four, the capitalization on opportunities to build local economies. Five, the development of new supplementary revenues, for example, business tax and land value capture instruments for cities. And six, driving infrastructure-led growth and repairs and maintenance should be prioritized to stimulate the recovery. Last, Dr Nube stated that there are COVID-19 related legacies that need to be sustained beyond the pandemic. For instance, he argued that there is a need to invest in the use of digital technologies to help ensure service delivery. The move to remote working and digitally enabled interactions saves resources and, according to him, intergovernmental grants should respond to this. Thanks for listening. If you found it useful, please share this podcast via your social media. The Local Government Bulletin is supported by the Hans Seidel Foundation and the Bavarian State Chancellery. We are proud to contribute to the debate on local governance and service delivery. This podcast was produced by Temba Fikoloma.